All right, beloved. So what I want to talk to you about is breaking toxic relationship cycles. Have you ever noticed that you are attracted to a certain type of person? This person has a certain disposition, a demeanor, and it reminds you of probably a previous ex or even someone you grew up with, whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, etc. So let's talk about breaking the cycles of toxic relationships. Now, before you can really understand what you are attracted to, pertaining to your toxicity, because you like it, honey, yes. (laughs) First, go back in your childhood and look at the major characters. What am I talking about here? I'm talking about your mother, your father, your siblings, your cousins, whoever was in your environment on a regular basis because those people, that vibration, that energy, whether good or bad, was set as a standard. It's your default of comfort. So if somebody was very controlling Chances are you are attracted to people that control you, right? If somebody made you feel inferior, chances are you chase people that make you feel insecure. Because even though it's not healthy, it's the standard you grew up in. It's the default to what you consider a norm. So reassess those people in your childhood, you know, and you will come to a conclusion that a lot of people you date, friendships, whatever the case may be, the people that you're attracted to and the ones that are attracted to you, they reflect your childhood or they reflect someone in your childhood that set a standard for you very early. You know, like a lot of kids get into abusive relationships as they become adults because they were abused as children. So that makes sense, right? Like if you were a kid and you learned Spanish, you're not gonna be an adult and just fluently speak English, right? Your first language was Spanish. Can you learn English? Of course, but that takes time and that takes a learning curve, right? So the same thing applies for our relationships. So here's what I want to challenge you to do, especially if you're single. If you're out here and you're dating, 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 stop. (laughs) Like if you are one of those people that you swing from one branch to another You know, you are a bed hopper. You like a warm body next to you. You thrive when there's someone else making you happy, right? Or meeting a certain need of yours. You have to detach yourself from this, number one, because you will never have a conducive relationship unless you are able to love yourself. And in order for you to love yourself, you have to take time 
to be by yourself. Now that's easy for people like me because number one, I'm an only child. I'm actually very introverted, you know, so seclusion is normal for me. Seclusion and isolation is very comforting for me. But those of you that are used to being in an environment of people, you know, of a lot of energy and whatnot, it's going to be challenging. However, you always want to go into a relationship knowing that you can be good all by yourself because it takes the pressure off the other person. You know, nobody, especially a strong person, nobody likes someone being codependent on them. You know, I mean, there are times where it feels good to, um, you know, be present for someone else. It feels good for others to depend on us. However, nobody wants that all the time. It will get old very quickly and you will feel like an energetic usurper. You know, I'm just, listen, I'm keeping it real. I know because I have been there and done that. So it's like, yeah, you know, let me help you. Let me be your super savior. And then that person's gonna get to the point where it's like, yo, can't you stand on your own two feet, please? Listen, (laughs) I'm keeping it real. So you have to be comfortable being by yourself. Okay, number one, take time. Take a year, okay? The average lifespan is 70 years plus. So if you can't take a year to be by yourself, my friends, I really need you to do some um, reassessing pertaining to yourself and your future. Looking at your future as the possibilities of being an addition to someone else rather than a subtraction, you know, because if you are an emotional liability because you need someone to love you, you need that attention, you need someone always at your beck and call, you know, you are going to run them right out of your life. I'm keeping it real. So first and foremost, be by yourself. And as you're by yourself, once you're confident enough, once you're not, you know, um, what do they call it? Thirsty. Once you are not fiending for someone else's attention or a warm body, then try to interact with people that you typically would not, like people that you're not really attracted to. And the reason why I'm asking you to do that is because you are attracted to toxic people, right? So we have to break that cycle. And one way to break that cycle is to basically do the adverse of what you are accustomed to doing. For example, me. I love an aggressive, beautiful woman. That was me all day long. I love a woman who's very smart, who's very astute. But I also recognized that I was still attracting a certain vibration. And that vibration was desperation. It was depression. It was, you know, somebody who was insecure. And, you know, I felt good comforting that person. I felt good being there for those women. However, that was not good for me because what I was attracting into my life was basically someone to drain me. 
Like, yo, when you are a whole person and you attract a broken person, that dynamic there, it's just not sustainable. So I had to stop being attracted to broken women. Like, okay, I need to stop being attracted to, and you might do this too. You might be attracted to projects instead of partners. So that's why I'm saying take time to be by yourself. And then when you go out to interact with others, be intentional in dating or, you know, um, hanging out with the opposite personality. You know, like you want somebody who is independent, someone who doesn't necessarily suffocate you, someone that makes you feel good, but not like good in a way where they're just physically attracted to you. Somebody that actually values you for you. Like they want to get to know you, not your job, not, you know, how much money you make, not just the aesthetics of you. Like, yo, you got booty boo. No, that's not what we want. (laughs) You want someone that doesn't remind you of a past person. Like, huh, this is actually very refreshing. You know, for example, when I did start to date women who were independent, that didn't suffocate me, you know, that weren't um, financially unstable, you know, it was uncomfortable. I'm like, yo, what the heck is she doing paying for my dinner? I'm not, I'm not used to this. It was uncomfortable. However, it was refreshing and it was actually, um, you know, it felt good because then I got to see how it felt to be with someone who didn't need fixing. They didn't need me. I wasn't essential to their happiness. They were happy with or without me. And that dynamic, it changes how you even see yourself right? Because now you have this person who is actually worthy of you. Someone that wants to love you, focus on you, be attentive to you and your needs, right? So I'm not sure exactly what your past characters look like, but try to be intentional in dating or associating with adverse personalities. Because sometimes what we are attracted to are just repeating unhealthy relationships, right? Like you don't want the same person with a different face. That's not going to (laughs) work. So step out of your comfort zone and you know, try to just see like, yo, what is it like by myself? How can I love me? What is it that I am attracting into my life? And why am I attracting this person into my life? How does it make me feel? Why do I need that feeling? You know, go back to your childhood. What is it about me that attracts narcissist? Or what is it about me that, you know, attracts control freaks or, you know, 
people that make me feel insecure? Why do I chase them? What is it about me that loves that? You know, that it's just in my subconscious to seek that out, you know, because once you take time and you just reevaluate yourself and why you do what you do and are attracted who you are attracted to, then you can change the name of your game, right? Then you can be like, yo, all right, instead of going that way, I'm going to go this way. (laughs) We're not going to go around that freaking mountain again. It's time for you to reassess you. Look at the characters in your in your life and ask yourself, what is beneficial to me now? I hope that makes sense to you guys. Thanks for tuning in so very much. Good luck to you in managing healthy relationships. With that said, share the podcast with anyone you think could benefit from our supplication, minute motivation, and fun and interesting conversation. I love you so very much. We're in over 17 countries and growing. With that said, I'm so just grateful once again to have you as part of this podcast. Stay blessed, not stressed. Always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth, I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.